Welcome to another episode of Rethink Real Estate, folks. Today, I'm going to take you through prospecting around listings. Now, whether they're yours or whether they're another agent, it's giving you serious purpose within the real estate marketplace. A lot of people are lacking purpose because their buyers aren't doing anything. There's a lack of inventory, so they've got listing levels are at an all-time low in their marketplace. Today, I want to show you how you can build a rhythm of prospecting efforts in order to solve your inventory issues. Hopefully, this is helpful. Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast aimed to deliver sales strategies, marketing tips, and business insights from industry experts and myself to build a listing-focused business for the future. Let's get into it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Rethink Real Estate. Today, what I wanted to talk to everybody about is the inventory issue that's going on. Regardless of where you are in North America, the inventory levels are incredibly tight and it's actually stemming to a great deal of conversation that I'm having with many different agents where a lot of people are saying is that, you know, I'm not holding the open houses that I once was in order to meet the same number of people. I'm not having, you know, the same number of listings that I can prospect around. So I want to talk about creative solutions in order to solve the inventory issue. Because at the moment, regardless of whether your prospecting efforts are leading towards listings, the reality of it is, is that in today's marketplace where there is less competition out there because a lot of other people are panicking because of the lack there of volume, is that this is an opportunity for you to really gain market share and really gain database entries. That's the reality of what we're looking into today is the net positive that you can get out of the prospecting efforts that you're going towards. Whilst it's not going to lead to probably instant gratification like we're used to, the reality is, is the layering effect is what this will absolutely do in order to, for you to gain traction in a higher net yield than what you ever were before in a particular marketplace. So let me put it to you this way. Today, I want to take you through a strategy around prospecting around other agents' listings. The reality is, is that most of the time, the agents that are out there, I would go as far as to say 95% of the time are not leveraging to the nth degree the opportunity that there ultimately is when you prospect around a particular listing. You've got to become the voice of real estate in that marketplace as well. Some of you might know this as micro farming, a topic that we've been through a couple of times here on Rethink Real Estate. The micro farming element is where you have a listing and then you pick around that listing a select number of properties that then you become the guidance to real estate around that individual property itself. You become the voice of real estate to those people around that listing itself. A lot of people are taking the passive approach at the moment. I know that we talk about it with Chris a little bit, but the geo-targeting of Facebook, and they think that that's enough from an awareness perspective. But if you can couple the geo-targeting of Facebook and doing that digital door knocking around a particular listing, even if it's not yours, and you're casting information out about that particular property, there is nothing against 123 Smith Street being listed by another agent and you doing marketing for that property around that individual listing itself. 
So let's break it down and let's go through a few key things that we can do. Let's say that we see a new listing that comes to marketplace and it's with another agency. The first thing that I'd be doing in those first couple of days is understanding when the first open house is. And I'd be targeting that individual marketplace. A lot of people ask me all the time, well, how big does that micro farm area need to be? Or how big is the prospecting area that we need to go around that individual listing? Well, the reality is, is that how much time do you have? How much time do you have before you genuinely have to stop because you have another real estate based appointment that's how big the farm area probably should be because if you don't have a lot of appointments you should be focusing on those key attributes of prospecting now what type of prospecting am i talking about door knocking can be certainly one of those aspects uh, you know circle prospecting um, on the phones if you have means to get those phone numbers as well that is certainly another way of doing so so let's say that another listing comes on the marketplace within a key territory that you're trying to actually dominate remembering that this is an opportunity right now in order to actually get a better net gain. So first thing that I do is within the first 48 hours, knock, 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 ring, ring, ring. Hi there, my name is Ben Brady. I'm from Harcourts Real Estate. I'm simply just popping in to let you know that 38 Smith Street has just come on the marketplace. It's listed for $1.2 million. It is a four bedroom, two bathroom, double lockup garage. And I just wanted to keep you informed of real estate activity that's happening in your area. Very simple. You're not asking for anything you're not you're not asking them to sell their property you're not doing anything from that perspective you're simply just informing them of another listing that comes to marketplace that is all it is because they are a homeowner within that marketplace, they might not even be a homeowner. If you're going to go through and you're going to obviously identify the people that are tenants versus homeowners, that's a better use of your time to be talking to homeowners obviously as well. I personally don't have the patience to do that. So I just call everybody and hope that ultimately I can create a real estate conversation with that person also. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, what if the listing agents has already done this? Okay, you're going to find out very quickly if they already have done it. People are going to be like, oh yeah, Tim um, Jones, Tim Jones or whoever his name is. Um, okay, yeah, he called me and told me or he knocked on my door and told me. And even if, they, if, if that has happened, then that's great. Then you can move on and you can focus on another listing within that marketplace. However, that said, okay, is that I know that the level of consistency is probably going to lack from that individual agent. The only consistent thing about real estate agents is the inconsistency that ultimately they see. And again, they might've told them that there's a new listing on the market, but they're probably not going to go through the next steps that I'm going to take you through. Let's say that a seller also says to you, oh, well, Tim Jones actually told me about the listing. Okay. Um, um, or, or then obviously, you know, as I mentioned, but then let's say also, yeah, but that's Tim Jones's listing. Or did he call you and tell you about it? That would be my immediate response. Well, isn't that Tim Jones's listing or did he call you and tell you about it? Oh, no, he didn't. Okay, well, hey, I'm just letting you know of real estate activity in your area. You may know of people moving in or moving out and whether or not I could help them. Um, just let me know. Now, that's the real response here, guys, is that then you're going to have an understanding of whether or not these areas are being prospected by certain people. Usually what I'm seeing at the moment, okay, is simply letterbox drops, okay, or mailers that are being sent out or left on people's doorsteps or left at their front gate. It's a very passive approach at the moment. A lot of people are not comfortable leaning into the discomfort of those prospecting efforts that we had been going into in a normal and balanced market before COVID. We've got to remind ourselves of those times. So, 
first step in all of this is letting them know that the listing is on the marketplace. So again, hi there, my name is Ben Brady. I'm from XYZ Real Estate. I'm just letting you know that 38 Smith Street just came on the market for $1.2 million. It's a four bedroom, two bathroom, double car garage. It's on about X amount of square square lot, uh, square feet lot, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you're giving them the information. Just wanted to keep you informed of, of what's happening in the neighborhood. Okay, now if there's an open house coming up, you might want to take it one step further. Hey, look, this property has just come on the marketplace. Da 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 da. There's a first open house at on Friday at five o'clock. Would you like me to register your information so that then you can go into the front door? So then what happens, guys, is that you get their information, hopefully, okay, and then you call the listing agent and say, hey, Betty and John are actually coming through the property. They're from 38 Smith Street. And again, you've sort of labeled those people as your clients, so to speak, not so much your clients because it's your first conversation that you're having with them, but either way, it gives you an opportunity. Remember, I believe that the success in these phone calls is the layering effect because I think that you're going to have to have an impact on them over a multitude of phone calls. But that said, is that if you can get information in the first phone call, that's incredible. Okay, because that's really the gold here, guys. I think that if you had, if you, again, just going back to that statement that I say, the mental stability of somebody that immediately wants to sell their home to a complete stranger on the phone that's met them within 30 seconds and it's one of the biggest transactions that they'll go through in their lives, I, I question what the likelihood of that ultimately is going to be or the mental sanity. Okay, now, as we lead in, lean into this a little bit more, the next element of this would be that there's an open house on, say, Friday at five o'clock, Saturday between two and four, whatever it ultimately is. It's your responsibility then to keep track of that within your marketplace that you're trying to target. Ring the listing agent, ring, ring, ring. Hi, Tim Jones. This is Ben Brady here. I just called up to see how was the open house on 38 Smith Street over the weekend? Oh, we had decent activity. Or they're like, oh, I don't know. I haven't even got the feedback back from you know my team or whatever it is. At least then you know that that person doesn't hold their own open houses, or you will know that when you're going into a listing presentation and you're competing against them. Now, now if they give you an answer around the lines, well, they will give you an answer. Hey, yeah, we had a, ten groups of people, or a very busy open house. You know, or do you have any offers on the table? Oh, yeah, a few. Or yeah, oh, we've got a few people thinking about it. No problem. So you can create your own narrative out of that to then let the marketplace know. Ring, 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 or knock, knock, knock. Hi there, my name is Ben Brady. I'm from Harcourt's Real Estate. I just wanted to pop back in and let you know that 38 Smith Street on the weekend had quite a lot of activity. Now, there's a couple of people circling. It probably leaves a handful of people that are left over where that property isn't particularly suitable to them and they're still looking for something in this marketplace. Do you happen to know anybody that's thinking of selling here in the near future? Now, this is a provocative question. I understand that, but it's not asking them directly. This is one of the best scripts that I know in order to engage into a real estate conversation or put layering effect in for later. You know, husband or wife comes home and they say later, hey, look, I got a phone call from a realtor today. They said there's like a handful of people that are left over still looking for property in this marketplace. Would we consider selling if it's the right price? Again, and then it's your responsibility. Now, they're probably not going to call you. They probably don't have your information, okay? So it's your responsibility to follow up a little while after that, letting them know of another open house that's coming up, letting them know of other activity in the marketplace or in the area itself in order to provoke then whether or not they had that conversation with the other decision maker in the house. They might be the only decision maker, but they might not have your number directly. So you might want to follow up a conversation with a text message, whatever it ultimately is. 
Okay. And the other thing that I would be making mention of, guys, if someone picks up the phone and they are the people that are on the other line with that information, I'd be marking that down as well so that then you've got accurate data within that marketplace. Your job is to get a name and phone number of every person within the marketplace that you're trying to target so that therefore you've got accurate data. Now, next element of this, if the property goes into escrow, okay, that's another great reason to make a phone call. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, just wanted to let you know, or it's a door knock, okay, just letting you know that 38 Smith Street just went into escrow. Can't tell you what the price is, obviously, because it's not public knowledge at this point. But once the property closes, would you like me to give you an update of what it closes for? Oh, of course. Yes, please. Okay, great. Excellent. Then the next layering effect of all of this is that then going back after the property is closed. Okay, this is where you get an opportunity to maybe even get some business or do a price opinion. The pricing opinions is what is one of the most important elements, I believe, in any listing presentation. Our goal out of any listing, if it's yours or someone else's, should be to get three pricing opinions around that property, okay, at any individual time that then you can continue on that relationship building of being their voice of real estate moving forward, okay? Now, now that conversation, knock, 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 ring, 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 hey, the property at 38 Smith Street just closed for $1.25 million. Now, it has provoked a few people locally to start wondering, what is my property worth in comparison to that? What I would be happy to do if you if you'd like me to, I can put together a comparative market analysis. That's a CMA. It's a report showing you what we believe your property is worth. I can put a cover letter on that and I can just drop it on your doorstep or I can send you an email with it if you'd like. Gives you an idea of what we think your property is worth in today's marketplace. Would that be something that's valuable to you? Okay, and it's leading in with an opportunity to get their email address or to engage with them about the price of their property. Now, then there's other angles that you can go in once if they're receptive to it. Hey, look, I'd love to come through your property for a quick 10-minute walkthrough just so I've got a better and a better understanding so I can give you a more accurate pricing indication. You've got to identify the opportunities that if somebody wants to talk to you deeper about the real estate space, that is why face-to-face door knocking could really be an opportunity to really just quickly pop into the property, build a relationship with that individual. Hey, I'll get you a report. I'll get you a report only, obviously, if you're invited in, you know, either way is that that really presents an opportunity for you to go through and build a relationship with that person long term, long term, folks. This is one of the key elements here is that if you pick up a listing from this, that is amazing. And the instant gratification is going to be absolute dopamine hit. There's no question. But realistically, having a long view on this is one of the things that we want to do. Now, Just say you've got that process running for one listing within your marketplace, times that by 10 listings in your marketplace, that is a serious amount of prospecting efforts. And at no point is there any individual cold calling really at all. You're not making a phone call to a perfectly good stranger asking them to list their property. You are just informing them about real estate. You do this and you lock yourself into doing this for a six-month period of time. I promise you that one, your database is going to be refined to an nth that you did not ever think that it ultimately could be, okay, through with the great deal of information that you can gather from people. But next element of this as well, is that I think your pipeline will start to really fill up, okay? Your pipeline is a serious indication of what you've got coming up within the next six to 12 months, and it's a very clear indication. If your database and you've got your database with B-plus leads in your database of people that you're having regular real estate conversations with and that they know who you are and what you do, 
okay, who you are and what you do because you're continually keeping them up to date with what's going on in their market. That database of people who know who you are and what you do, you will always get a 10% return on that. A 10% return, folks. That's what we're going for. You want to do five listings, you need 50 people that know who you are and what you do, okay? And that's whether they're referring you business or whether they're listing their own business. And if you can make a good impression, you will have people out there starting to work for you. There's several people that I work with and that have worked with in the past that they have A plus clients that have never sold a home with them, but they've referred 10, 15, 20 properties to them, okay, or buyers or whoever it may be. The reality is, is that this is your time to start having an impact in your marketplace because the net gain is so much greater when there's less inventory on the marketplace because there's so many less realtors out there that are competing for it because they're in panic stations, okay? Volume of transaction is what we're, gaining, we're going for here, ladies and gentlemen. Volume of transaction is what people have been used to over the last number of years. Now that that's dry, dried up, people are in panic and they don't know what to do. And if you can get yourself into a rhythm of prospecting and you don't even need the inventory in your own right to do so, that gives you purpose and drive to build the clientele that you want in the market that you want. Hopefully this is helpful, guys. Putting this into place is the most simplest thing and the one thing that I would do if I had to start in real estate today, simply prospecting around other agents' listings. So about 75% of our audience hasn't liked, followed, or subscribed to our podcast. It would mean the world to us and it would help this podcast more than you know to expand our reach if you were to like, follow, or subscribe on any of the platforms that you're watching or listening on. Thanks again.